Business Leadership Solutions with Barbara Schindler and Heather McGonigal, presented by Leading Edge Teams. Hey, Barbara, I have a question for you. Okay. I'm grateful I, I have you to ask this question um, because I was supporting a client who is thinking about having a compensation conversation, figuring out like where they've grown to in their role and how to communicate about that. And in support of them in coaching, what I've uncovered is I'm not even sure they have an org chart. And if they do, maybe one or two people know about it, but it isn't something the team knows about, um, you know, relates to. Um, and, and so I see that as kind of one of the first hurdles we have to resolve to really help the company and ultimately help the person I'm coaching. I love that you're bringing this up. You know, I, I'm, yeah, I, I like talking about functional org charts. They are an essential roadmap to how your team is functioning to, to operate together as a team to achieve outcomes. And, and it's a, it's a living structure that can change over time quickly and sometimes more slowly, depending on the stage of business you're at, because how you're functioning and what results you're going for and what you're emphasizing within your team, meeting the needs of your clients or the needs of the business or the needs of the team itself, this is going to be ever changing as well. But you want to keep solidifying and you know, they may have a chart, yeah. <laughs> uh, but do they have a functional org chart is, is one of the things that we yeah. always ask at Leading Edge Teams because we meet a lot of companies that have charts, um, but they're not necessarily really laying the groundwork so we can see how this organization functions. And whether it's a small startup or more complex, we'll call a stage two, stage three, or I think you know, the client you, you're working with now is kind of a stage four, well-structured with lots of layers of leadership, right? You still need this essential piece. So when we talk about compensation requests, we often talk about, you know, does it, you know, is there compensation meeting the current market value, right? Because we need to stay competitive and attract good talent and keep good talent in our companies. So we need to be that. Uh, has she taken on more responsibilities um, for the outcomes or for within the organization in some way? Has she developed a greater level of skills or new skills that contribute differently? And I'm just going to throw in there then, it's like, and where does this all fit, whatever this particular person's doing uh, in the organization, how, you know, how we're getting things done, and can we get that more and more defined into a role? And that functional org chart gives us the clarity to find a role. And we're, we're working right now with one of the clients we're working with in our private client work and, and working through a, a restructure that you know, really had to change the whole way they're approaching how their leadership works, which really is how they were functioning as a team, doing a lot more focus on people doing tasks versus having responsibilities for outcomes and specific responsibilities that gave them a role clarity. So in that process of this changeover, you know, there's a lot of mindset and behavior changes to think of how each person functions. And so it's just been interesting how we sort of drafted, you know, kind of a functional org chart and people say, well, I do this. And we, we, we started putting people, what I call like in their lane more, 
this is a marketing lane, this is a program delivery lane, here's an operations or tech, right? Starting to sort that out. And what's beautifully happening now, as people are working in this process, that they're starting to get a clear sense of their main responsibilities. Yes, I, I love this because, you know, it blew me away that this client isn't even sure if this very large company has an org chart. It uh, tells me that they don't relate to it like an active document that shows us how the organization operates. Because I have, on the other hand, like a, a long-term client of ours who I have someone who their team knows exactly where the org chart is posted and they actually look at it on an ongoing basis because this uh, leader has a lot of freelancers that do work. Um, and so they look at it to see who do I go to for what? And right. And like, and I think that's the thing that a functional org chart really helps. And when you're mapping it out, if there's gaps, you'll be able to see it if you're talking about like, what do we actually, how do we actually function? What, what is, how are we using these human resources every day? If we have a different kind of conversation and map out the picture with a functional org chart, it gives us a lot of helpful information, who to go to for what, how we actually operate, um, the roles that we may need to hire for. Right how we're going to resource this new project, right? Like we can, it, it, it's a map of resources. And, and, you know, a lot of, another thing that people approach often when they're thinking of org charts, they make them people centric yeah. versus function, right? And so we want to really keep, you know, what functions do we need in our marketing team for our marketing projects and strategies this year, <clears throat> you know, rather than, Hey, we've got, you know, these three people and they're in our marketing department. This one's doing this and doing that. And somebody else can do this. That takes away from the functionality that meets the business needs. We want to keep backing that up. And then we put the people in and start forming what makes sense in a role based on their skills, the, the priorities of, of tasks that need to be done in that functional way. So it's such a rich roadmap. Um, and yeah, it is shocking. And, and, you know, I'm sure they have some kind of structures, yeah, but the fact sure. that yeah. somebody doesn't know that on the team tells, tells exactly what you were saying, that they're not relating to this as an essential tool for all kinds of ways we're, we're doing our work together and making decisions and so forth. Right. So I love that. I, I know that, uh, we often say always go back to the org chart. Um, but you know, this is this is something that we have more in-depth teaching on in in our program. But we wanted to share with everybody um, because, like the person I'm talking about that I'm coaching, this is an individual thinking about their role and their compensation. But everything can really go back to the org chart. You have to anchor it in that picture because that picture is anchored in the business needs today and also where we're going. And so if you're thinking about your own part of that, it where does it fit in that picture? And not just as you said, Barbara, like one name with one title in a box. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about something different. Yeah, it really tells the story about the team. And so definitely, uh, you know, give this some thought in your own teams and your own roles. And do you know the story? of the team and how it operates in your organization. That'd be something we'd love to hear back from people about too and, and see, you know, how's that going for you? 
Yeah. Thanks so much, Barbara. Yeah. Love that topic. What's your leadership superpower? Visit leadingedgeteams.com slash quiz to take our leadership assessment quiz and find out.